Welcome to the Trading Raw Stories Podcast. I'm Rita Pirat, the host with the most inspiring stories that you ever did hear. Back in the day when the day was back, I was known as the juicing queen. I became raw vegan overnight after watching a documentary called Food Matters. Changing what I was putting in and on my body didn't just make me lose weight and have great skin, it gave me mind clarity, more energy, and over time made me so self-aware and intuitive that I vibrate on a higher frequency and level of consciousness that's turned me into a manifesting queen. I've lived like nine lives and have amazing stories to share that may inspire you to finally leave that toxic guy you're with, quit that miserable job you hate, start that business you've been talking about forever, and at the very least, you'll probably start saying yes more often and eat more vegetables. I'm your tell it like you need to hear it and make you do it, sister from another mister. I've lived quite the life and have stories for days that have inspired women to transform their lives in real big ways. So I created this podcast to share my insane and unbelievable stories with the world to reach whoever needs to hear them. I'll bring on inspiring humans to trade stories with me, and I'll even have some live coaching sessions with listeners calling in. You're here because you were meant to find this podcast, this community, these raw stories. There are no coincidences. Everything happens for you, not to you, and I'm so glad you're here. Hello, my love. Welcome to another episode of the Trading Raw Stories podcast. I'm so happy you're here. I really, really appreciate you taking the time to listen because it's something that I'm creating from my heart so that it can serve you, it can serve your family, it can serve your friends, and it can serve the collective. I'm being super vulnerable. I'm sharing my stories. I'm sharing my healing, my journey, my life experiences, some that are super embarrassing to share and some that are just like going to cause my family to be disappointed or ashamed of me probably. And I'm just setting aside my own personal fears of judgment and all of that so that I can hopefully help someone who's listening. Like, that's my goal, really. And, you know, I have spent a good $10,000, if not more, and 10 years learning and reading a ton of personal development and self-help books and taking a bunch of programs and working with different coaches and therapists. And I even have amazing people coming on to share their stories of their life experiences that are even on higher levels than I am in different areas of life. So I'm learning from them as I'm hearing their stories. So this is really just a place for us to learn and grow and evolve. We're sharing our stories, our healing, and what we've learned with the hope that it'll help you to raise your vibration and level up to be a happier, healthier, more abundant, best possible version of you in this lifetime. So let's uh, get started, shall we? I have a really special, amazing, wonderful, fabulous guest today. Her name is Whitney McNeil, and you are going to love her. She is a spiritual teacher. She's a certified medium, a certified Reiki master teacher, a spiritual mentor, a speaker, and a writer. She mainly teaches intuitive, sensitive souls how to remove spiritual blocks and follow their intuition so that they align to their purpose and live their best, most abundant life. See, we're on the same wavelength, me and her, and you'll hear it in the conversation. It's crazy how it just flowed. Like, I'm telling you, I didn't have to edit or cut out anything not a single second it was just completely free-flowing magic and it was because spirit 
and source guides every they were all in the room with us <laughs> I swear to you we even had like technology issues in the beginning like she's like we could reschedule I'm like no this is happening it's gonna be fine it'll all work out so before we dive in I would love to pose a couple of questions for you to start thinking about especially as you listen to this I want you to reflect back to these questions I'm just feeling called to ask you this right now I want you to really think about this. What are you most grateful for in this very moment? Like in this exact very moment, what are you most grateful for? And then take it a step further and think about what you're most passionate about or excited about and what are your dreams? I want you to think about these and journal about them every single day. I want you to just really, really list out all the things that you're grateful for every day. When you first wake up, start on that vibration. Before you go to bed, go to sleep with that vibration and and start to feel excited and passionate about life and about what you love and what lights you up and do more of that. And the reason why I'm telling you to do this is because your daily vibration, every hour, every minute, is your point of attraction. So if you're feeling joy, you're going to attract more joy in your life. Your synchronicities will be joyful. The things that are happening to you, for you rather, in your life, in your day-to-day, are coming into your life because you're vibrating on that high energy of joy and love. And so then you get more of that. But if you're if you're staying in a vibration that's like complaining or negative or angry or resentful or, you know, just in a, an argument with someone and then you keep replaying it, you keep talking about it to this friend and then that friend and anyone who will listen, your, your brain doesn't realize that it's something that happened in the past. Your brain thinks it's happening again. So it's your point of attraction again. So that's why it's really important to feel your feelings and then let them go. Don't hang on to something that happened and then replay it over and over and over again because it's like it's actually happening to you again and again and again and you're not doing yourself any favors. So feel your feelings. Embrace the fact that you have these feelings. Yes, feel them, but let them go. Don't stay in them. Don't get stuck in them and don't let them get stuck in you because these feelings, these negative vibrating emotions, they actually can cause illness. So when you have, say, fear or anger or resentment stored in your body, it actually can manifest as some sort of pain or an actual illness or a tumor or something like that. We actually get into a lot of this in this episode. And you know, I'm going to give you takeaways and stuff at the end like I always do. But just to give you a little bit of a teaser, I guess, we talk about so much. um, The conversation just flowed and it was magical. Like I didn't have to edit or cut or move anything. It, It just is exactly as it was recorded. It's insane. We talk about how to know um, your intuition, how to get to clear your mind, how to ask, how to receive, how to see synchronicities, how to go from the victim state to the creator state, how to stop the thinking and start the doing, and that clarity comes with action, and how thinking is blocking your intuition, and how clearing your mind will allow whatever's meant to come through to come through. 
It's just so amazing. We even talk about how going down a path that's not aligned to you feels heavy and wrong and that it could be the source or the cause of an illness. She goes into explaining and telling a story of how she was not in alignment and how uh, she had an illness or a pain that no one could figure out what it was and why. And once she got into alignment, it basically disappeared. It was gone. It was no longer an issue. But anyway, oh my gosh, let me just let you listen to that episode. Let me introduce you to Whitney McNeil. So welcome. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm so excited. I feel like I'm sitting with a celebrity right now. Like you have no idea. <laughs> I'm I'm serious. I'm dead serious. When I went to Amy Porterfield's entrepreneur experience, even me getting to that point where I was there in that audience was a universe thing guiding me there. The mm. whole, I'm not even going to get into that story right now, but I just want to say that's where I saw you. You were on the stage, you were <laughs> speaking and tears came over me. I felt called, drawn to your physical being at the end of it. I've never, of all the celebrities I've ever met in my life or events that I've been to, I never stayed to stop to meet with the person or have a conversation with the person. I just was like, that was great. I took notes. I got what I needed out of it. Okay, cool. Bye. Like I never in my life went up to the person after and was like, I just have to tell you, I love you. You're amazing. Everything you just said resonated. And then uh, my eyes started doing this thing where liquid started pouring down. Do you remember? I do remember. Yeah, that was, that was a magical moment. I do remember that. Yeah. I just seriously, I felt so called to go up to you and everything you were saying really resonated with me. And the funny story is that I recorded everything from that day on my phone. So I could pull up that moment when you were on the stage and play the exact recording. And I know that uh, Amy has the recording too. So like you could go back and watch and everything, which is really cool to be able to document your life in a way that you're as, as you're leveling up, as you're changing who you are, as you're growing and peeling back layers and then trying something new on and whatnot, you get to look back at yourself and go, wow, you know, how much I've grown since then, even since then, how much you've evolved, how much I've evolved is mind blowing. So I'm, I'm just so grateful, so honored to have you here with me today. It just, it fills my heart up so much. Even we had all these little technology things and whatever. I was like, nope, this is happening. It's going to work out. It's going to be fine. I just know. Just like the election too. I was like not even stressing about it. I was not even watching the news. I was not watching people's posts and in including myself in conversations that were all about it. I just surrendered. I did my part. I voted and I sent out positive vibes. I love that you're nodding right now. It's like because you were doing the same thing, weren't you? Just completely surrendered and feeling the goodness of the the outcome is for the greater good, whatever it is, is meant for us. Well, I've got to tell you, first off, I wanted to say thank you for sharing that that story with me about you coming up after Amy's event. I thought that that was, that was a really intense moment. And I, I w- I'm so happy, like spirit just comes through, right? Like whatever I don't know who I'm, who I'm talking to, but I know that spirit's coming through in that moment. So I'm really glad that spirit could come through for you in that, in that time and seeing that progress, right. is so important. I always tell my students that too, because we tend as a society to focus on negative, like, Oh, I didn't do this or, Oh, I had my deadline and I was supposed to do this. And Mm -hmm. then it's when we do look back at our progress, it's important to celebrate and celebrate the wins that we have so that we move forward. 
Uh, but the funny story I wanted to tell you was, so it was the night after the election. It was the next morning after I woke up and before I checked my phone or anything, I heard Biden has won. And I was like, what? <laughs> and then I, I looked and I didn't see anything called yet. And my husband got the same message in the same morning and wow. we didn't talk about it till later. So it's that I think I had that trust or that like I already know that spirit has orchestrated it. But even no matter the outcome, you know, spirit has a plan, right? Yeah, spirit yeah. has that plan, even if we can't see what it is. And For I sure. Think that's important. Yeah, that, absolutely. That is, that is key. When something bad is happening, you're, you're picturing it. Oh, this is terrible. How's this happening to me? Why me? Oh my God. I've learned now to stop in that moment where I have that thought, recognize it. Okay. That's how I'm feeling. Okay, cool. I don't want to stay there. So then I release that and surrender it because a, it's out of my control. It is what it is. It's happening. It's happening for me, not to me. What's the lesson in this? What, how did I attract this? What can I learn from this? And something better is coming. Whatever is meant to happen, it's making room for it. If it's you're getting fired or if something, if a breakup happens, it's pushing you out of what you, what's no longer serving you because you were missing the signs along the way. Yeah. Right? Totally think that's an important message. I, people that I'll talk to who haven't, kind of come to that understanding yet, you know, they, when they first start getting into spirituality and they awaken, sometimes they're like, Whitney, I am losing my job or I got fired or my marriage isn't working out or, or what's going on. And sometimes they, they're easy to blame things like, then I must be doing something yeah. wrong. And, yeah. and while, while we can attract certain elements and certain things, it's like, I'm so happy you have your spirit guides because there's a lesson in whatever this is mm -hmm. in your, your vibration. You're basically letting stuff go that no longer serves your highest good. And you're, you're, this is a sign actually, when you think everything's not right, that you're making growth, like yeah. something's happening here. Yeah. And I love that when someone gets to that place where they're actually going, huh, I'm curious about this, like you just said, I'm really curious about this opportunity. I wonder how it could have come in here. Like, did I attract it or what's going on? And you know what? I know spirit's got me and I'm, I'm good to go. Whatever this is, I'm going to get past it. And I think that's really a beautiful feeling <laughs> when we actually have that. Yeah. I actually have a story that triggered that. I'm like, I should share this. Um, so I was living in New York and I was in my car, just parked, about to take my work bag and go sit in this coffee shop that's actually dog friendly. They let dogs inside and they're running around. It's the cutest place called Boris and Horton. Um, I think it was East Village. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm sitting, I'm in my car. I'm about to get out and go inside and sit and, and get my work done for the, for the day. And I had my dog with me. I get a phone call from my boss out of nowhere, completely just a random call. Hey, Rita, how are you doing? Hey, I'm good. What's up? I'm just, you know, about to go to this coffee shop and get some work done. Oh, yeah. So um, this is what's happening. I was basically put getting put on a plan, which is them easing you out of the job, right? Yeah. And a, a part of me felt that I was done, that I wasn't growing. I wasn't 
becoming anything. I was just coasting. It was easy. It was, I was getting a paycheck. I was doing something easy. It was paying the bills and that's fine. No growth was happening in any way, shape or form. Right. And so right. when he was letting me go, essentially, I was like, wait, so is this kind of like you guys letting me go? What's happening? No, no. You know, we, we're going to work with you and you're going to, no, no, I just call it like it is call a spade a spade. I'm basically getting let go. So in this moment, I, instead of crying my eyes out going, holy shit, who's going to pay my New York rent? Holy shit. Who's going to like, what? Oh my God. I'm basically getting let go. I need a job. What am I going to do? Instead of freaking out, I looked up right away. And I just said these words. Thank you. I love it. Right? Yes. Because it was, it was like in this moment, I also, what led up to this is I had just wrapped up Gabby Bernstein's Spirit Junkie Masterclass. And this is like spirit is coming through. And it's like, I'm, on, I'm having this momentum where I'm realizing, hey, you know what? My life story, my healing can heal others. My yeah. spiritual experience, my stories just sharing with the world or coaching or teaching, I am meant to do this. And it was my imposter syndrome creeping in, telling me, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. Who do you think you are? And all those things creeping in these thoughts. And as I took the first step toward coaching, I bought my website. I decided I'm calling myself officially. I am a coach. I've actually helped transform so many women. I'm talking someone got a divorce, two people, two women left toxic relationships, started brand new lives and are looking back, laughing at who they were before. Like, how was that my life? It's insane. (laughs) That's what that, that's what they tell me. And so with that being said, me taking steps in the right direction, what ended up, what ended up, I can't even speak English now. What ended up happening was that spirit, the universe, God, whatever it is for you came in and said, Hey, you know what? You're on the right path. I'm going to remove this one thing that's occupying a lot of your time so that you can focus on this other thing that you're doing right. Yeah. I love that. That's what happened. Definitely. Instead of why me? I lost my job. Oh my God. Oh, it is so empowering too when we can understand that because we go from that victim state to a creator state and we realize, oh, wait a minute, I'm, I have a part in this. And that realization that your spirit helpers actually help nudge you along, right? And then also, the realization that you came into this world with pretty much everything that you need, like your mm-hmm. specific life purpose, your abilities, your tendencies, how you're helping people already. And it was that probably for you, right? That aha moment of, oh, wait a minute, I could do this. And I could do this like full time. I, I could actually do this. Yeah. So it's that realization of, wait a minute, it doesn't have to be complicated. It's just, I'm following what feels good to me. I'm following my intuition. I'm taking aligned action. And that's key versus taking not aligned action. <laughs> so, right, yeah. right. And seeing, that's actually, I'm so glad that you mentioned life's purpose because that's one of the things that I get from you is that you teach, um, you're basically a spiritual teacher, right? You're helping people connect with their life purpose, with their intuition, with their spirit guides. So what would one thing be that you would be able to offer, I guess, whoever is listening, whoever this is reaching, what is one thing that they could do today to connect 
to their inner being, their intuition, their find, find their life's purpose mm-hmm. to get that fulfillment, that sense of joy, what lights you up. Yeah. How do you connect to that? Well, the way that I guide students through that is really connecting them. Like I'll guide them through meditation to connect them to their higher self. Like whoever's listening out there, you are already connected to that part of you. You just need to access it more and knowing that you've got a purpose, you have a life purpose archetype that you are already embodying. And I think it's important, Rita, too, for people to really understand how they receive their intuitive messages. But one of the simple ways that's just, you asked me to choose one thing, it's really challenging. (laughs) That's funny because I was going to tell you, give me three things, but I was like, let me just say one. (laughs) Okay, give me three. (laughs) So intuition, let's start there. Okay, Um, good. (laughs) To really find the way that you receive energy through your body and that you receive those messages coming from your spirit guides, coming from your higher self. So the way that I teach is really in four different ways. And I've got a free resource for everybody too, like to, if, to help them, it's um, a quiz, it's messengerofspirit.com forward slash quiz to help you determine this way. But it's more so, do you see when you're meditating, for instance, do you see a vision? Do you see a symbol? Or do you hear, maybe you hear, like I, I told you when I woke up, I heard Biden as one. Yeah. Do you feel, uh, so when you are thinking about your life purpose, what are you doing that feels good? What lights you up? What do you love? Or what feels heavy? What are you resistant to do? So really understanding what feels lighter through your intuition or maybe you're hearing, yes, this feels good. Or maybe you see when you close your eyes and you think of your life purpose and you don't know what it is, maybe you get a vision of what you're doing, or maybe, you know, it just pops into your mind or you just start taking action without even thinking. So go with where you feel aligned and what your natural state is and recognize your intuition is is really, really key. And the next thing I would say is don't think too much about it. Clear your mind, clearing your mind to receive those messages. And what happens is we end up doing these natural things. And then we're like, well, this is too easy. This can't be my purpose. Or I can't have a job from it because it's too easy. (laughs) No, that's the way it's supposed to be. Yeah. It's clearing your mind to continue to allow that flow to come through. And one of the ways that I talk about clearing your mind is just so simple, so straightforward that I don't even know if people know what a chalkboard is anymore. (laughs) I'm going to give you- I love chalkboards. I love chalkboards. It's why I became a teacher. (laughs) I'm glad. So- so if you're out there and you're, you're like, Whitney, you're telling me about the intuition, but I don't know if it's my intuition or not. Well, mm-hmm. if you're thinking too much, then you're not going to know if it's your intuition or not. If you don't dedicate time, then you're not going to know because you're not flexing that muscle, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And if you clear your mind and allow for nothing to come in, but from the highest realm, from your higher self, from your spirit guides, Clearing your mind is key. So one of the things you can do is take a moment, visualize a chalkboard, visualize and imagine all your thoughts are on the chalkboard. So if you are a visualizer, you'll see it. If you are somebody who is clairaudient, so you hear energy and spirit, 
you might hear something writing. If you are a feeler, you could just feel kind of the chaos on the chalkboard. <laughs> and if you're a knower and you just know, you could just intend like, okay, I'm right in front of a chalkboard. And then I'd like for you to physically take your hands and imagine you have an eraser and then erase everything that's on the chalkboard. And then once it's clear, your intention is your mind is clear. You could hear it, right? You can hear that coming through on the chalkboard and erasing. Mm -hmm. You can know and feel lighter. Um, if you know, you just, you're saying, okay, my mind is clear. If you're somebody that feels, you'll feel lighter. So it would be connecting to your intuition, clear your mind, continuing to do that. And then I'd love for you to ask. So ask for the messages, ask for what it is. What is my purpose? So know your intuition, clear your mind and ask. And so that you are directly connecting and intending that you're connecting to your spirit guides and your higher self. And when you ask, you receive because your mind is clear. <laughs> so don't expect though, that it will be like, da -da, here it is right here, all laid out. Now it totally can be, but if you're somebody that has a harder time receiving messages or you're brand new, know that things can start coming to you in synchronicity. So maybe Rita says something where you're like, oh, she said the word coach, huh? And then all of a sudden, like you're going about your day and you hear coach again, and then you're going about mm -hmm. and you hear it again. Well, spirit's probably giving you a synchronicity <laughs> of looking in yeah. the coaching field. So looking more and knowing that you have done these, these things and then paying attention to what feels good, not what your mind says is good, but what feels good to you, what feels lighter, what you enjoy, what brings you joy and freedom in your life. And I really think it all comes back down to joy and that feeling of freedom. And when we combine those two, I feel like that is when we feel much more in alignment and we know we're living the purpose. Sometimes purpose doesn't have a title. It's just, I know that this is what it is that I need to be doing right now. And it feels amazing. And I think Rita, that sometimes we're taught from society that, you know, we have to work hard or it has to be a challenge and no, it doesn't. So I could keep going. I want to come back to you. <laughs> Cause I'll I love laugh. that. No, everything you're saying is like, yes, 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 yes. It's either things that I've taught my taught people that I've talked to or worked with, or uh, the, just the episode that I was just recording right before jumping on with you, we were talking about that, about the vibration of joy and your purpose and what lights you up and your intuition and getting in alignment and how you're talking about the, the signs, that's huge because they're happening all around you. The only thing is you're not seeing them because you're not paying attention. And part of it is this fog that you're in. And I love that you said, like, don't think too much because thinking is what had me stuck for so long yes. until I finally pulled the trigger and did this podcast. Like I was thinking and thinking and thinking and thinking and thinking. It's like, stop the thinking, start the doing clarity comes with action. Yes. Then you actually get to feel, get feel being lit up instead of thinking, will that light me up? Hmm, do it and find out. <laughs> exactly. A hundred percent. And when we actually move into that action, that's the best way to really integrate it. Just as you said, and we also can ask for support from our spirit helpers in that place as well. And it's just really important to know that 
we are able to access intuition messages from the universe messages from our guides all the time but one of the big ahas that i usually bring to my students when they start out with me is you can make your intuition work for you you can actually set a time to communicate with your guides more you can actually set a time so that because sometimes people just think it comes through all the time while it does and you're always being communicated with you can actually say you know i'm going to set up this this time from 10 to 11 or maybe it's only 15 minutes where i'm going to really connect in and make it a priority and the more we make it a priority the easier it is to actually receive those messages and i think that that is really important and you know when we do that then all the beautiful doors tend to open up because like you said we become more aware and mm -hmm. i think it's really important especially towards our life purpose and you know with life purpose i i tend to see that there's seven archetypes of life purpose too. And I'd be happy to go through those, but I, I wanted to check back in with you um, about, about what you just said. I thought that it was really important that you, you realize that wasting time blocked your intuition. <laughs> because <laughs> when we think too much, we like put up an energetic shield. And so if we're basically thinking is, is, is like doing. And mm -hmm. so we're always in this go mode and our wheels are turning. And if our wheels are turning, we're not going to be able to get any kind of information that's coming through. So we actually right. have to clear our mind to receive. And I do want to say too, sometimes people try to get that intuition while they're thinking and like a half truth comes through. So for instance, um, this is kind of in the mediumship realm. When I used to do one-on-one -on -one readings for people, I always have to clear my mind. It's the same process as intuition. It's just, I'm giving a message to somebody else. So I'm a vegan. And if a loved one in spirit came through to talk about this juicy ham they used to make at the holiday time, and I filtered it through my mind, it might end up being this disgusting ham they used to make. <laughs> so I through the filter of being vegan. Right. So but yeah. the same with intuition, like you're not going to get that clarity unless your mind is clear. So, right. Oh my gosh. So it's so funny because the whole concept of my podcast trading raw stories, right? At first I was like, oh, I, I didn't know what to call it. I didn't know what I was, what should, I was in my head. I was thinking too much. And I wanted to do this about spirituality and about mindset and, but, but my food thing and being vegan and juicing is such a big part of my life. How do I do it all? And I was like, well, here we are. Like <laughs> you are literally the blend of everything that I've been talking about because you just mentioned to me you're vegan, which I didn't know that. Oh yeah. First of all, <laughs> I, my, I'm so excited right now. Like I feel like a little kid that just walked into Chuck E. Cheese because I get to play with this right now. <laughs> this is so cool. So I have this theory that your food that is either bringing your vibration up or it's bringing your vibration down. And people don't look at food as fuel or nourishment or energy. They look at it as, ooh, that pizza looks good or that, that bag of chips looks good or, you know, whatever it's for fun. We're, we're living to eat rather than, or we're eating to live. That's what it is. We should be living, eating to live, not living to eat. I don't know why I can't get that right right now. Uh, it's really funny. But so with that being said, my, my whole intuition, my spirituality, it all started in 2010 when I became raw vegan overnight. 
I stopped putting poison into my body because as Ann Wigmore says, food can either be the best form of medicine or the slowest form of poison. And so when you're eating to nourish your body, your cells are revitalized. Your brain is less foggy. You get this mind clarity and you become more connected to your intuition, to source, to energy, to your spirit guides, to everything, to the point where I now, it's more, more enhanced every year, more and more enhanced. And I'm apparently aging backwards too. <laughs> I'm going to be 36. Thank you. I'm going to be 36 on November 30th. Wow. I don't think I look 36. No. At all. <laughs> That's awesome. That's really yeah. Cool. So I want you to tell me about your, your vegan journey. How did that happen? What have you noticed? in your, because of what you do, I, w- I wanted to know how you came to be this messenger of spirit. How did you come to know all of this that you know and become this woman, this version of your soul that you are and how does being vegan and how did that come into play? Oh, such a great question. Thanks for asking. So when I was young, I lived in a house that had some spirits in there that I don't think were super friendly necessarily. (laughs) So when I was little, I saw lots and lots of things. Interesting though, when I was little, I had a lot of allergies too. And so I was sick a lot of the time. And I think that I was just naturally sensitive, like sensitive with food, sensitive with the environment, sensitive energetically. So I saw lots of things and I had this interest and then I'd have dreams. And I remember just seeking out from a young age more about this world. I begged my mom and dad when I was nine years old to take me to a psychic fair. Somehow I had heard about a psychic fair at nine years old somewhere. And I just begged them and they finally gave in and it was at a hotel and I got my aura photo done. I was so excited. (laughs) And so it was just this natural progression when I was younger. And then I, I really kept that ability to see spirit. And it was so much so that it became the norm. But I'll never forget that I was coming home from college during one of the breaks and I was visiting my parents and I was inside the room and in the middle of the night, I literally, I guess I was probably like late teens, early twenties. I literally saw this woman at the edge of my bed. She had a pink shirt on and a red hair and it was pulled back in a ponytail and she was at the end of my bed. And I screamed as loud as I could. I was about to say, did that freak you the oh fuck out? Like- yeah, I had no training, <laughs> nothing. I was like, go to the light. You're dead. Oh my God. Like I had oh my- Ghost Whisperer and like all these other shows. I didn't know what to do. And right. so from that moment on, I ran away and shut the door on all this stuff. And it really was like driving a car with a blindfold on without any kind of spirit support. I basically was neglecting my path, right? So Mm. going down a path that's not aligned to you, it feels awful. It feels heavy. It feels horrible. And so years later, I ended up with some health conditions that nobody could really figure out what was wrong. So they told me I had fibromyalgia, chronic fatigue, interstitial cystitis, all these things. I was doing treatments um, that were hurting my body instead of helping my body. Wow. And my aunt at a last ditch effort was because I was getting ready to apply for disability because I couldn't even walk from like here to the door without just resting. 
She took yeah. me to the spiritual healing place in Arizona and I had Reiki treatments and I actually had readings. And within four days, I was able to go on a hike in the desert with a guide. And when I came back in North Carolina, because that's where I lived at the time, my dad was trying to pick me up from the airport and he just kept staring at me and driving around. It wouldn't stop to let me in the car. And I had to call him and I'm like, why aren't you stopping? And he said, was that you in the red hat? I'm like, yes. He's like, I thought it looked like you, but there was no way it could be you because you look so different. So oh, wow. that was a pivotal moment in my life. And the people that I saw that helped with the healing and they did the readings too. They're like, you need to do this for other people. You're here to, to help others. You're going to do readings for others. You're going to help heal people. You're going to help transform people. And I was like, that's crazy. It's never going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> guess what? I ended up saying, I want to learn Reiki. And so I did, and I became a, a teacher for Reiki as well. And I, I want to learn Reiki. Will you teach so, me? It's so awesome. I mean, it's such a beautiful you teach tool. It? I used to teach it. I don't do any in person anymore. And I don't think I could teach it online. Yeah. I don't anymore, but I loved it for years. But it, it really did change my life as, and my spirit guides. And so that's really how it started. But here's the funny thing about Reiki. So every time you take a Reiki attunement, you go through a detox. So if you take Reiki one and two, it's usually a combination of a physical and mental emotional detox where you might feel a little like crying more. Um, you might have some toxins that you kind of become more aware of. Your body gets more sensitive. But when I went through my Reiki master detox, that detox in my lineage, that's level three, level four is the teacher. So I was going through level three and that detox is external and also it just changes everything in your life so in that detox i got a divorce i left my job and i moved and i also became a vegetarian and wow. it literally i was at the job i was working for somebody else and every lunch i would get a chicken waldorf salad well i got that for lunch and it tasted putrid disgusting what is oh this? like this is disgusting so that night i was driving for 30 minutes because I worked as a part-time Reiki practitioner. I, I started my business at Reiki level two. And so I just got my master attunement and I wow. stopped by to get a chicken sandwich somewhere and I spit it out. And it just did that Rita. It was like everything that I ate that was meat. I had to spit it out of my body. So wow. it was your vibration is higher now and you can't yeah. tolerate this anymore. Yeah. Because that's, that's it. The vibration of, of animal flesh, if you really think about it, when you are being chased down to be murdered or something, like if someone's coming after your life, you're feeling adrenaline, your blood is rushing through, like your, your fear, you're feeling the vibration of fear and then you're killed. That vibration is within your entire being. So then when you're chopping up an animal and then you're cooking it and eating it, it's still carrying that fear vibration the death vibration, the lowest vibration. So then it brings down your own vibration. Yes. That's, I mean, that's science, really, if you think about it. Like, yeah. And even too, the people that prepare your food, if they have a yucky vibration as well, like and put that on there on top of, of the animal. And it was, it really worked for me though, too, because I wanted to be a vegetarian at the time. 
like a couple years prior and I for some reason couldn't get my body in alignment and it was just like it clicked in and it was that's Mm -hmm. what it was and then through the years I've just okay now we're not doing cheese oh now we're not doing eggs now we're not doing gluten and now we're not doing soy so it's just this this gravitation of of change but I will say that I feel so much better without any kind of animal anything (laughs) and it's really a difference from my vibration because I was a vegetarian for years and I think it was back in maybe 2017 is when I finally stopped eating dairy and then eggs and when I dropped the dairy it was hard for me because it was like my brain receptors I think were addicted to the cheese like it's a thing (laughs) yeah definitely I was actually just talking about that in the last episode with the spiritual stoner (laughs) she we were talking about how cheese is even the the episode that I did with um Dr. Caroline Hartridge she's coming back she's going to be like my resident plant-based doctor or something (laughs) yeah but so we were talking about uh she was teaching us how cheese has these like receptors where they trigger the same receptors that are triggered in heroin. Yeah. And that's how the the casein, the protein in dairy literally triggers that addiction. So it's not you, it's literally the cheese. Yeah. And thank goodness for, for company, for people that are creating companies where they're, where they're bringing out foods, like the, the cheeses that are coming out you know, that are hard actual cheese that you could slice with a knife and you can, you know, for me, culturally, I used to always love eating bread and cheese and have some tea with milk and sugar. Like that was our, that's our Assyrian culture breakfast sort of thing. And you eat that for dinner sometimes. So for me to be able to recreate that and have some bread with some vegan cheese with my tea, with almond milk in it and stevia to sweeten, I've literally recreated that childhood or that, that cultural piece that I don't have to give up for being vegan. I still get to have that. And that's the key, I think, is replacing the things that you love with things that are healthier or in a vegan way or in a healthier way. But yeah, so the cheese you're talking about, that was the difficult part for you. Yeah, and and from all the reasons that you just said, it it was definitely challenging, but I will say my body completely changed after I gave it up. I felt much more clear when I was talking to people and clients. And I also, when I gave up eggs, that was a big deal as well. It just, it feels more vibrationally aligned. And I feel like I'm like a clear channel, right? Without, without that. So it was really, vibration is a big part and big component. And I think everyone's energetic system and vibrational system is different. But I do feel personally that diet has really helped me but I also get lots of messages for people, Rita, about diet as well. And it's like plant-based stuff. And I think that that's true. One of the things that came through back in like 2012 for me was I kept channeling this message about life force foods and spirit would say life force foods are foods that are as close to like the raw state as possible (laughs) or raw. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, freshly picked or, you know, it's just still got life to it versus processed stuff. So it's just interesting because I think spirit has all this knowledge all the time and it just takes us a little longer to integrate it sometimes. It's true. And you know, one of the first few books that I got when I became raw vegan overnight, like I didn't do that gradual change. I'm like all in or I'm all out. And that's me in relationships and life and everything. I'm either all in or I'm not like, so I was hardcore militant with it, raw food only. 
living food, just like you said, the life, life force. That was one of the first few books that I got. It was called um, Life Force Energy, Raw Food, Life Force Energy, something like that. And so, yeah, that changed my life. I, I woke up like in a way that changed me forever. I don't know who I would be, what I would look like, none of none of which what has happened would be if I did not watch the documentary Food Matters in 2010 and actually do something about it immediately rather than live in that now knowing something, but then still living a different way. Yeah. That's the thing that people learn so much and you either take what you're learning and apply it mm-hmm. or you just continue in your comfort zone. Exactly. And I think they have that wake up call. It just, you either do it now or learn the hard way through pain, like learn through joy or learn through pain. Marianne Williams says, exactly. Marianne Williams says, yeah. yeah, everything's a cycle, right? So mm-hmm. I always say this is a cycle and you can choose to speed it up or slow it down. It's up to you. What do you want to do? <laughs> so it's, it's like you can make it faster by taking the action or you can just draw it out. And I think when we draw it out, then it ends up being more uncomfortable and then finally people end up doing it most of the time because it's so uncomfortable that they actually have to make a change that's true yeah so oh my you know you said something earlier that just has stayed with me this whole time that i i I can relate to big time i was always thinking and thinking and thinking right and when i finally actually stopped the thinking and realized that the initial, the first like five seconds of my thoughts were the ones that were encouraging that were do it, do it. Yeah. You're amazing. Or whatever the, you know, and then after that, everything that followed the, but right. Or the excuses or the, whatever, that's the ego creeping in. And that's when all the thinking happens. So it's like, tell your ego to shut the fuck up (laughs) and then do the thing that you initially wanted to do that came from your intuition. So that's like one way that I decide between, wait, is that my intuition? Which, which part, which voice, like the voice becomes more clear as you're eating for, you know, health and for life and high vibration, you get more clear to the point where you're hearing the different voices. Yeah. And the trust and the more clear that you get. I'd say the quicker the action happens and then you see more change in your life and there'll be messages that I'll get and it makes no logical sense at the time. And it's like, okay, I guess I'm doing it. Like, so COVID happened in March of 2020, but in July of 2019, uh, my guide said, you need to give up your office. And I was like, what? Wow. <laughs> what are you about? Because so, you weren't going to need it. <laughs> so we, we did. We, we wow. dragged our feet on it for a while, but finally in January, we gave it up and I'm so glad we did. <laughs> that's amazing. The timing of that. Wow. Yeah. See, and that's what we were saying earlier is that the signs are all around. It's a matter of if you're seeing them or not, if you're on the vibration to receive them or not. So what yeah. can you do to get to a vibration where you are in alignment? And I would say first and foremost, Watch what you're putting in, on, and around your oh, body. 100%. Yes. I, I was like, I hope she says around too. And I, you totally did. I love it. Ah! <laughs> 
That's amazing. Cause that came up for me this year. I was like, how do I do this? How do I teach people about my, my nutrition, my love for nutrition and health and eating for, you know, to feel as good as I have been feeling. And it's enhancing every year. It's like, holy shit. If pe- people are starting now, like, oh, they're eating vegan or plant-based and it's becoming more mainstream, which I'm so grateful, but I was doing this shit 10 years ago. So imagine the level of like clarity that is like blowing my own mind sometimes. Yeah. And, and this is the other thing I had the spiritual stoner just on with me a few moments ago. And we literally smoked a little bit together at the same time so that we have, we, we had this conversation about the fact, do you smoke by the way? No, but Arizona just legalized. So yay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh my God. So here's, here's what I realized. And maybe this will impact you in some way. I don't know. Or whoever's listening. So here's the thing. There's the spirits. There's good spirit. There's a bad spirit, right? Okay. So they call alcohol spirits. Yeah. Right. And so when you are drinking alcohol, you, your body is becoming vulnerable. Your, your defenses come down. And a bad spirit can essentially come in and have a field day with your physical form. And this is why you say things and do things that are just mind-blowing that you would never do. And you have to apologize for the next day and deal with the consequences. Because that was not you. That wasn't you. Simply put, it was not you. You were basically drunk, like not, not conscious of what's happening. And then a spirit comes in and has a field day with you. So the opposite happens with when you smoke. It's plant medicine. Right. Right. It, it makes you surrender, bring your guard down, be calm, comfortable, at ease, at peace. Then your mind starts expanding. You start thinking things, connecting dots, having aha moments, ideas, like just magic starts flowing. And it's, I believe, me connecting with spirit. Yeah. And my intuition and my purpose comes through and all these magical things that have recently come to fruition, my podcast, what it's called, the introduction. I don't know how the hell that happened. Getting you to come on here. Like I'm not doing this. God is doing this. The universe is doing this. I'm just the, the person with the talent, the gift that was too easy of speaking and being able to communicate and connect without any sort of you know, plan and form or outline or questions to ask. Look at this magic. Didn't I tell you it was going to be magical? Yeah. Didn't I tell you? I love it. I mean, that's how I operate. I, I don't have, like, I, I might think of a topic or something, but I've really gotten comfortable with, I just show up and whatever comes out, comes out. That's how I teach. And yeah. I think that the, it's, it's that trust factor, which is really, really important. And I do think that what you're talking about with alcohol, it's, it's true. I mean, I I think that there's, I mean, I will drink some rum. I will drink some wine. Like, don't get me wrong. I will. You're not getting drunk. Right. That's different. I I think that there's this, it it happens. There's this energy, this spirit that happens. I do think that um, smoking or like you had asked me about smoking. Well, I have taken like drops from Yummy Karma. I don't know if you've heard mm. of them there in California. The, I love the it. ones that were on the, yes. the thing you were at earlier today. Yeah, I really like that. But it's, nice. it's like it helps you really, I think, relax into a different state. But I will yeah. always say that I, I think that spirit can help you anyway 
without any of that as well. So for instance, with trance, right. right? So like our vibration, we have our physical body and then we've got our emotional, mental, and spiritual. But in between there, we have our etheric body. And on our etheric body is these sensitivity receptors. And we have spirit guides. One of them's job is a chemist um, that I talk about, but basically helps your chemistry and adjust your chemistry. And you can actually feel those tingles, feel those sensations too with working with your guides. Yeah. I think it's really interesting too, because let's, let's talk about plant medicine and that includes cannabis. It's like people have kind of shamed that aspect, but it's a natural part of like earth. And it's, it's, a, it is. it's like a, a tool, you know, to help people at times versus something that's really processed and manufactured and, and kind of made into a stronger place. So it's just interesting, like how societies view different things. And it's almost like people didn't want like others to have that access to their intuition. Cause I will say whenever I've taken those drops before, depending on what, what it was. And also just I've done breath work and I will access more of my intuition with a breath work too. You get lots of insight, lots of information, and it's coming more easily because it allows your mind to stop thinking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's why I do it, especially at night. It's just, it shuts my brain off, my thinking brain and allows me to surrender and just release and let things flow. And I now have conversations with myself in the mirror. I have conversations all the time with, with, and I'm alone. I love being alone. It feels so good. I know it does. (laughs) It really does. Like there are, there are women that are in relationships that are staying in relationships out of fear of being alone, which is like, oh my gosh, embrace it. You have no idea the magic that comes through the level of you that you can become on your own. It's magic. Yes. It, I loved it. So I was an only child. I grew up that way. And I, so I've always loved my alone time, but before I was married, when I was single, I loved it. And I, I never was really lonely. Like I always, I had my spirit helpers. Uh, it's such a creative force, creative energy. And one of the things I talk about is like, when you're starting a new business or you're starting a new relationship, you take a lot of that sacral chakra energy to kind mm-hmm. of get things started and motivated. Just a lot of energy through your chakra system. And so when you are alone, you don't have to spend any extra energy to someone else. It's just you. Right. You can put all you. that love and all that energy into whatever your project is or your creation mm-hmm. or whatever it is. It's, it's so beautiful to get to that place where, you know, you don't need anybody, but what's really funny Rita is I got, I was in that place. I got married and then I got a divorce. And then right after my divorce, like we hadn't finalized, we had been separated for like a month or something. I was like, I'm good. I don't want anybody. No, thank you. Like I am so all right. Sounds like me three, four months ago. <laughs> yeah. And then my spirit guides are like, Hey, here's this perfect guy for you. And I fought yeah. it like, no, thank you. I don't want it. But it, yeah. it, it was the next aligned step for me who I'm married to right now. That's it's, amazing. It's, I love that thing. When you think you don't, when you, when you're good with things, it's like, oh yeah, you got the lesson. Now here's something else. Yeah, exactly. Because relationships are supposed to be lessons. And actually Nancy Levin is coming on my podcast. I'm recording oh, with yay. her next Saturday. Awesome. Yeah. So she's, 
She's the board, the boundaries queen, you know, yeah. setting boundaries will set you free is her recent, her recent book. And then permission to put yourself first. Reed Tracy of Hay House, the CEO, president, whatever, Hay House literally handed me Nancy's book after I learned about her from Spirit Junkie Masterclass when she was on the stage. See all these connections? Yeah. Like there, there, there are no coincidences. They're all signs. They're all things guiding me. Even when I um, got picked out of thousands of people to work on Vans Warp Tour, where I was, they just handed me a microphone. They said, here you go and have fun. And I'm like, what? Okay. And that's when I discovered my, my talent. That's so easy for me being on a microphone in front of crowds of like drawing crowds in, like people are communing around what I have to say. And I'm like, why? And I just suppressed it, suppressed it like, oh, this is nothing. It can't be my thing. That can't be my thing. What would I do with that? Who am I to do that? Like, all you know, and then then I ended up going through so many things in life where I became a fourth grade teacher, a fifth grade teacher. I ended up teaching at the college level in New York City. One of the department chairpersons that I was working with for this company, he was like, hey, didn't you used to teach? And I'm like, yeah. He goes, you want to teach? I'm like, college? He's like, Yeah okay, guess what the class was that he assigned me? What? Public speaking. <laughs> if that's not the universe telling me, hey, dumbass, is this the credential you needed? You have it now. Are you going to go now or are you going to make another excuse? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. That's in, and the, the, so sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say that's a lot of the, help, the, peop, the things that hold people back thinking I can't do this because I need this credential. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I paid another $3,000 for another program just a couple of months ago. And after it, I was like, God, I already knew all of that. So why am I still not doing the damn thing? And that's when I was like, I can do this. I don't need to learn anything else. I know so much. I'm, le- I'm reading books. I'm taking programs. I'm listening to people. I'm having conversations with people like yourself. And I'm, I, they're, they're validating the things that I say. So I must be saying something right. And I must actually know my shit. Like this is... Finally, like, and it only took so many years for me to finally recognize it and accept it that this is my life's purpose is to help people heal through my own life experiences. My healing can heal others. And so can yours. And so can yours, whoever's listening. Yeah. You know, I love that you had that realization because you're, you're helping other people and we, you and I could say the same thing. I can say one way and you say it a different way. But when I say it, somebody might be like, okay, great. And then you say it and it clicks and it's like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I really get it now. And that's why we have so many beautiful, you know, people here to live their purpose. I truly believe everybody's here to live their purpose. And that, can you imagine a world and where everyone lived their purpose and was happy and joyful and had this freedom? Like this is, yeah. I believe why we're really here. So I'm really glad that you had that experience and finally like, wait a minute, I've got everything I need. I, I can do this. And that's why I encourage women who are in relationships to like, Hey, you know what you are feeling like you don't want to be in this and you've been feeling it for a long time. So just leave, get out, be done, change. If nothing changes, nothing changes. You have to take the action and just trust and surrender and believe that it will work out for you. And it's your inner being gnawing at you from the inside all this time and it won't go away. So stop wasting your life. Oh yeah. Right. A hundred percent. I see a lot of people with the, the healer or the helper life purpose archetype Mm. stay in relationships way too long because they feel like they're helping this person they're you know, or they're, they're healing this person. Versus that might be their purpose. 
as an archetype, but let's go, let's go actually implement it in a healthy way <laughs> instead of in a Yeah, exactly. And relationships, as Nancy Levin would say, they're meant to grow you. They're, they're yeah. meant to heal a part of you. It's a mirror you're being, it's whatever is showing up for you is, is like your own shadow self that needs some sort of healing. Yeah. So figure out what that is, get what you're supposed to get out of it, level up and then move on. Right. Yes. So for, for me coming to where I am right now with this podcast and talking with you and going to all these different co um, coaching events and having my own coach, and I'm actually going to have my coach come on and do a session with me, do a recording with me. That'll be really funny. Um, but anyway, so the relationship that led me even to living in California and to the point where I am this version of myself now, I healed this part of me that I didn't even realize needed healing. And I had the realization today on the last recording with the spiritual stoner. It was that I had to learn how to fill my own cup. Yes, yes. Absolutely. And not wait and expect and need my man to do it for me. Right. Because what ended up happening was I'm being of service. I'm cooking, I'm cleaning, I'm taking care of everything. That's how I show love. But then all I want is for you to be the same version of yourself that you were when we first met that honeymoon stage, so to speak, you're capable of being that man, be that man all the time. Like, why should that fade? It's your decision to keep it going. And then, so when that changes and then I'm feeling like my cup is not getting filled and I'm like, I need this, I'm not getting this. And then is it me? What's wrong? And then it becomes a focus on the negative rather than focusing on things to celebrate or the, the good things that are still there. Yeah. And like you said earlier, like don't focus on the negative, right? Celebrate small wins, even, even just small, small moments. Celebrate the fact that you're living and breathing and walking and talking and that you have legs and that you have arms. There's a man that walks up and down these streets in my neighborhood and he, he has one arm. And the other arm is, or no, actually he has one leg. I'm sorry. He has one leg. So he's got two arms that are artificial with hooks and a leg that's artificial and then one actual leg. And he's walking around smiling, saying hello to people, carrying bags from the grocery store. Mm -hmm. Every time I look at him, I stop, I freeze, I stand in place and I watch him on his journey walking the street. And I'm like, this is a reminder to feel grateful for every single little thing. When you catch yourself, when you're complaining or something's not going right, stop. Yeah. Just stop it. Say, I recognize that I'm feeling this way, but I have so much to be grateful for. Oh yeah. hundred percent. And start listing them out. Yeah. I love the recognizing because sometimes we think, well, I shouldn't feel this way because I have all these things. But what I love that you said was, I recognize I feel this way. But I'm not going to let that, you know, be the 90% of my thought base. Yeah. I'm going yeah. to bring gratitude. The more we bring gratitude, that's when we have all this abundance that comes through. And we, we realize that we have abundance in every single thing that we're doing right here. And yeah. I love that you stop because I think that's really important to just take a moment and check yourself. Like, wait a minute here. I, I'm appreciative of this. I'm grateful for this. I have an abundance of this. And yeah. when we walk in that we do, I think in some ways walk in purpose because we're our natural state is love. Our natural state is joy. And mm -hmm. it's just this interesting place that we've chosen to incarnate in <laughs> and yeah. learn these lessons of the ego. <laughs> so totally, totally. Oh, wow. It's, it's a matter of really realizing, Hey, you know what? I don't need to be right. I don't want to be right. 
I'm here to learn. I'm here to grow. And even a conversation that I, um, I had with someone who I didn't know was a Trump supporter that turned out was because I started to notice the posts that she was posting and I don't know her. I don't know her. I just came across her, uh, you know, through a friend of a friend and we are friends online and that's, I don't, I don't know her, but so I wrote her a message just saying, hi, um, I'm curious. I have, I have, if you don't mind, I have a question. Um, and I posed it to her and like, I'm coming from a place of love. I mean, no harm. I'm not defensive. I'm not attacking. I love you. I don't know you. I'm sending you love. I just have a question. I'm genuinely curious as a woman and just, just as a woman, how and why mm -hmm. do you support Trump? I just want to know your logic, your reasoning, your belief system. Right. And so she wrote me this whole thing that kind of avoided answering that. And then I said, okay, that's all good stuff. And, but I still don't see how as a woman, and, you know, I'm like digging deep, but yeah. very kind from a place of love. And again, at every time I sent a message, I did what I could and said what I could to bring her defenses down and just have an open, loving conversation. And it was beautiful. It was magical. Um, so I, I feel like that is the thing that people are not doing in their conversations. They're approaching life from a place of fear mm -hmm. rather than a place of love. And it's showing up in all areas of their lives. They're vibrating that energy of fear. Yeah. And that's, that's the thing that they need to break through. And the ego is the mother of the fear. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Yes. I talk about like fear, ego, anger, and guilt. And I think that this year it's, it's agitated lots of that for people. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, coming from just treating each other as a human that wants to be treated the same way. And I think that that's so beautiful to be able to, to have those conversations. And I've seen a lack of that a whole lot. Um, yeah. and, and it's easy too to kind of get swept into that current, but the more that we bring these practices, the more that we bring in a higher vibration, we, we can snap back out of it. And the more that we are in that high vibration, it's, harder to get out of it, right? Because that's yeah. your normal, normal is right. high vibration Yeah, is really important. But yeah, it's definitely been an interesting um, glimpse of what needs to be healed. And For sure. And I think that that's really important that we look at. And I'm glad you had that conversation. I think that's Thanks. a good one. I felt like I just, because it's what bugs me every time that I, I saw, you know, I'm like, women, how? I don't understand uh, from what I know. And I don't really follow politics like that, but from what I know and what I've gathered my own opinion, my own, whatever, from just watching him, his behavior, the words that come out of his mouth and his behavior, I'm not watching the news report things about him. I'm watching him, yeah, his behavior, his words that come out of his mouth. And that's where I'm forming my opinion. So if I'm a woman and I'm a minority and I see women and that are minorities that are all about him, I'm curious. So I ask, can you help me understand like why, Yeah. you know, did you, get, I just want to get that understanding. No, yeah. well, <laughs> because it still was like not um, answering really. It was more 
you know, different uh, media uh, things that were being mm-hmm. like, oh, the camp, oh, they're, you know, the ballots and the campaign and they're spreading lies and rumors. And I'm like, but I'm not talking about any of those things. I'm just talking about him as a human. Right. And I think that's important. I mean, you're bringing up a really good point. That's how I see it as no matter who the party is, I'm always going to vote for the human. (laughs) Like I understand. I mean, for me, I'm the same way. I don't understand. I I don't understand how you could support him if you're a woman. I just don't. I don't get it. Yeah. I don't, I just don't get it. And you know, I'm open to somebody to explain it. But, you know, in our spiritual community, there's been a lot of talk that he's a light worker and people really, oh yeah. And I've not heard that in my mind. Yeah. There's videos on it. And so here's my thought on that is I could understand, let's say when we, when we die, you know, we, we're in that spirit world. So I could understand that maybe he is this person that decided to come and disrupt this place. Yeah. I could see that. But that doesn't mean that he's here to be liked and have people vote for him. He's right now, his mission is to disrupt and be really uh, degrading to people and, and not be in alignment with values. So he's, he's showing everybody what needs to be healed. But I yeah. think that there's some like a toxic relationship. Exactly. And I think the spiritual community, um, some of them might see that that is his mission and they think, oh, but he's here and he's, he's doing good. So I'm going to vote for him. But the problem is he's, it's not meant to be that way. Like he's, I think that he's just he served his purpose alignment and he's, you know, he's, definitely not caring about people. And it's like right. the human, let's come back to humanity, people. <laughs> let's come back to love and you know equality and treating men and women with equality and every race with equality. And let's like, we've got to have those hard conversations to get to that place. We're obviously not there, but it's just really wild to me that there's a lot of spiritual community that you know, is supportive of that. And it's just interesting. <laughs> so that, yeah. that's my thought of being real and raw today. <laughs> Thank you. See, we didn't even know this was going to come out. It's, right? it's been on my mind. And so it was interesting that you brought that up. And because um, it boggles me of like, why are spiritual people thinking that this is okay? You know, that he's okay. I'm so grateful that like that came up. I, I didn't plan for it at all. I didn't plan anything. As a matter of fact, it's just all been free flowing with you. Um, and it's, I'm so grateful that you shared your piece on that because your average person may have opted out and said, you know, I don't want to talk about politics or something like that, but it's not even that it's the spiritual side of it. It's the, it's the human side of it. It's being genuinely curious. So we're not bashing anything. We're not speaking negatively or ill of anybody. We are genuinely curious. So whoever's listening and can help us understand as a woman, if you're listening, if you support him, come to us in the Facebook group. And just let us know. I'll post something and like share your piece. Like we would really, really love to know. Help us understand your your piece on being a woman and voting for him. We'd love to know. And come with love, please. Like don't come for us. We love you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Whitney, you are a freaking force. I love you so much. I'm so grateful that we met at Amy's Entrepreneur Experience. I'm so glad that I felt the nudge to go and talk to you and didn't talk myself out of it. I'm grateful that I asked you to come and be on my podcast and you said yes, and that we had this beautiful conversation. 
And I knew that it would be beautiful, even though technology was trying to get us get in our way. And the, we overcame these little roadblocks and we're a little over the time. And I just wanted to thank you from the bottom, from the top, from the left, the side, the deep, deep, deep parts of my heart and my soul. I'm so grateful for you and your time. And I'd love to have you back on because I feel like there's so much I want to talk to you about, like 1111, manifesting and just all these things. So if you would be yeah, willing. Awesome. I Yay. would love to. You know, I, I, I forget that this is a podcast because it's just like we're having a chat. So I really, I love yeah. it. Thank you so much for asking and just being really, really raw about whatever it is that, that you know, people want to know and just being two humans, two women talking about whatever's going on. So I think that that's, that's beautiful. Thank you so much. For- oh my God. And, and that ended, it says 344. And do you know 44 is my number? It's 444 in there. Right? <gasps> Are it. you kidding me right now? It's 444. Yeah. In- I mean, mountain standard time. Oh my God. And I lived in Arizona for four years. I lived in Scottsdale. 44 has been my number ever since I'm a kid. And I share this on my Instagram. Like a lot of people are aware of this, but for us to have that conversation right at that very moment, what you said at the mark of 444, 444, holy cow, we are in alignment. We are on the right path. We are doing it. I'm so, so happy. I'm lit up. Like my energy is so high. I'm so grateful and it feels so good. This is how I knew that this is what I was meant to do because when I sit down to do it, I just light up like my whole day. I'm on fire right now. I did back to back with two spiritual, beautiful, amazing souls. And I'm, I'm on this high and I, I'm going to ride it through. And when I'm editing, it'll ride even more. <laughs> Yay. I love that. That's how you know. That's how you know it's your purpose. <laughs> That's exactly how you know that it's your purpose. True. And I didn't know. And I talked about it and talked about it and talked about it and didn't take action until I was like, you know what? I'm going to pick one. And I'm going to pick one of all the things that I wanted to do. I'm just picking this one. This is what's calling to me. And that's podcasting. And then when I'm recording, I'm like, holy crap, look at that. A microphone in front of my face again. Like, oh yeah, I love that. <laughs> and I love karaoke and I love being in front of people. I love being honest. Every job I've ever had, I'm standing in front of a group or I'm presenting something. And it's like, I love it. It's when I light up. Hello, wake up. And my personality like is ridiculous. <laughs> I love that. That's good that you know. And I think the more that we tap into our intuition and the higher vibrations, the more we, it's easier to know that it's okay to be our authentic self. And it's like, oh, wait a minute. The way I was when I was a kid, like that's what I need to be doing right now. (laughs) So somebody asked me, they're like, what did you want to do when you were a little kid? And I was like, well, I wanted to be an archaeologist or an astronaut, but I also really wanted to tap into this unseen realm and give people messages. And I'm like, and so I'm a professional medium. That's what I do. And so it's beautiful though, like thinking about what our natural state was when we were little and, but also like the qualities and, you know, if you were loud, if you like to be on stage and as we go through our journey, sometimes we get pretty like jaded about things as they're going through. And then it's like, oh, wait a minute, let me rediscover who I used to be. Just like when I was little, I used to dance on stage and I loved it. And I, then I hated it through life. And now I'm like, oh, I love it again. (laughs) So (laughs) that's so funny, but yeah, like going back to being a kid, if anyone is curious about finding their life's purpose or what lights them up, think about when you were a kid, 
what you loved to do. Do more of that. And I've brought so much of that in my adult life for the last couple of years. I have my Super Nintendo and I have a coloring book and crayons and I just like play. I have rollerblades. Like I do everything that I've always done from when I was a kid. And age is seriously just a number that that we've created to count our age. Like there's no such thing as time. Did you hear about Einstein time from the the big leap? I did. Yeah. 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 So that that's new for me. And I'm like, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) but so I want to ask you just a couple of things. I want to start this like trend at the end of the podcast. I want to ask the same three questions of every single person that I speak with. And it just came to me today. I want to know what your favorite book is. Oh, favorite book. That's a tough one. I or that you'd recommend or that changed your life. The book that maybe woke you up in a different way that would crack someone open. Well, I'm, I think what I'm going to do is go with a book that I remember recently because I can't quite think that there was a book that gave me tons of ahas, but recently, um, I love Denise Duffield Thomas's lucky bitch book. It's so good. It's just, it's for anybody that's looking more into that abundance area. I think that that was just such a great book. There's so many different tools inside of it, but I can't, does it talk about manifesting? It talks more about like your money blocks and, you know, mm. part of what I do is teaching about abundance. And so in order to do that, I need to be working on myself too. Right. Like, so that I can like go before people and then help them. And I really liked her book, Lucky Bitch. It's a, it's a really good book and it's really helping you squash some of those old money blocks about stuff. And yeah. I think it was yeah. really good that that was more, more recent kind of thought. Um, I also like Kate Northrop's Do Less book. And that was mm. kind of a life-changing book where it's, it just felt like some of the things energetically that I felt like with my schedule were validated with it. And she talks mm. about planning your your day and planning your, your months, you know, based on your cycle. I need that one. I'm definitely going to read that because I think my time, my time management needs to get figured out so that I can accomplish more in less time. And I got that from the big leap, which by the way, audible just decided to send me the big leap for free to out of nowhere. And I was like, what? And I just like that, like what? And I played it all the way through. I finished it. It was like five and a half hours. I, right when I got it, I hit play. I was like, this is a sign. This is coming from the universe. I'm meant to read this or, you know, especially because so many people in the past several months have mentioned this book to me. And I'm like, it's at the top of my list. It's at the top of my list. I will read it. I will read it. But the universe is like now, now, bitch, now. Yeah. 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 It's a good one. (laughs) It is. I mean, I loved it. And I actually have her journal or her, her timekeeping book, whatever you want to call it. It's kind of not a journal and it's kind of a planner and it's both mixed together. So do less. What'd you say? Yeah. The do less. The the do less. Yeah. That's awesome. I need that in my life. So, okay. So we know your favorite books are the top of the two books you'd recommend. Awesome. Thanks for giving me two instead of one, but I'm definitely getting do less. I'm definitely getting do less and lucky bitch is going to be after that, but do less is speaking to me more. I'm feeling that like, that's what I need. Yeah. And then what about podcasts? Do you listen to podcasts? What's your go-to? Um, so my go-to for like business has always been Amy Porterfield's podcast. I think that there's oh for sure such great like <laughs> inspiration insight into that podcast. And then um, I have an acquaintance that is in I'm in a peer mastermind with, and um, started to listen to her podcast. And I really like it. And her name is Susie Ashworth. And she's got a really great podcast too about aligning and for spiritual business owners. And it's just really, it's a really cool 
like inspirational podcast too. What's it called? The Limitless Life Experience. I love that. Awesome. I'm going to check her out. And then last but not least, what is one piece of coaching advice if you were speaking to a brand new client who just walked into your office or on a Zoom call with you, what would something be that you would hope that they would take away by the end of the session or by the end of like a week of working with you? Well, what I hope that they would take away is that they can literally live their life purpose and get paid for it (laughs) and to understand they can create their perfect job scenario, their perfect life purpose. Even if it's not creating their own job, it's I'm finding the perfect job, whatever it is, like you can live your life purpose and have abundance for it. And that you also have intuitive abilities, if you want to call them intuitive gifts, and you can access them. So many people are like, I don't have intuitive stuff. Like, yes, you do. Yeah. Everybody does. Yeah. (laughs) I can, I I love that. I can attest to that as, as a person who was not spiritual before. And suddenly the spirituality like kicked in once I became raw vegan and my, I started to feel more connected and my, the vibrations of things and the energy of things and my thoughts and I, the books I was reading, the programs, I was, it just evolves. And you, you yeah. just take that first step. And then once you start asking questions, you can't stop. And once you know things, you can't unknow them. And then you have to make changes. Yes, I agree. And it's, so many people are like, but I don't see spirit. I'm like, you don't have to see spirit. You can just know things or your, your body just reacts to them. And you're, you're not paying attention and you're not listening and yeah. you're, you're blocking yourself. And I never believed I was creative until this year. I, oh my gosh. Yeah. And I started to realize, oh my gosh, I'm a phenomenal writer. Like the things I write are magic. I'm editing. I even got paid like $2,500 to copy edit a manuscript that was published last year. Like awesome. How how did that happen? And then I'm creating like I was hiring someone to do my social media posts for me because I just wanted to take one thing off of my plate so I could focus my time elsewhere. And when she came back with mock-ups for me, I was just kind of like underwhelmed. I was like, no, this is not it. And then I said she she was gonna charge me for five hours and come up with this. And I said, I could do that in less time and probably create something that's meant to come through, right? Intentionally. So then I sat down and I created these posts last night, like seven or eight of them, just cranked them out. And every single one of them, wouldn't you know, came up in the conversation I had right before this with the spiritual stoner. Like everything that we talked about, I was like, where did I hear that from? Oh, I created that thing yesterday that says exactly that. Like what? You know? And so I realized I'm like, holy crap, I'm so good at creating flyers and designing things and making things look pretty and vi- feel good. Even decorating my home. People are complimenting like, oh my gosh, you, I love the way you've decorated and this and that. Can you help me decorate? I'm like, wow, it's art for me. It's, it's, it's an yeah. outlet of, of, of love, like creating love in, in things that I, I'm creating. So I, I realized, holy crap, I am creative. We all I never just just looking at the things you post and just your vibration i would never in my life think that you're not creative and especially with all the cooking that you do and like making it so creative like i would be like this this woman has like tons of creativity but speaking of decorating yeah that was i think we have our same little we literally have the same pencil holder with colors look at all the colors i I kept looking at it i was like huh 
Interesting. And then those um, binder holders you have, I've got them too, but they're the horizontal. Oh yeah. my God. Wow. Look at this. That's <laughs> we have the same colors, the bright colors inside of the pencil holder. That's wild, Whitney. Oh my gosh. Wow. Wow. But I love the cooking. That's when I started realizing, am I creative? Because, because when I'm cooking and I'm plating and making it look gorgeous and taking a nice picture of it. And I'm like, ah, this is my art. And I started to say that this is my art. Then I started to realize all the things that I'm creating that I look at in my home is my art is my creation. And so I try to encourage people to realize like how I said, it, it starts with what you put in on and around your body. Right. So it's not just, you know, in the food that you're putting in lotion, um, shampoos, chemicals, what the chemicals that go in or on are going in too. It's being yeah, absorbed, right? Definitely. Yeah. And then with around it's people news. What are you listening to? What are you reading? What does your home look and feel like? Mm-hmm. These are the things that are factors in making you feel high vibe, aligned, yeah. on purpose, connected oh, yeah. to your inner, you're just everything. You vibrate on a higher level. And that's how you enhance your human experience. Oh, I totally agree. I, I went through this phase of throwing out all the lotions and the shampoos of, you know, all these chemical everything. And then it was like, where can I find natural things that work for me? <laughs> so it was just this realization and moment after I'd already done the diet, I was like, well, well, wait a minute, I've done the diet, but I need to like pay attention to what's on my body and mm -hmm. like what I'm soaking up and the same for what you watch on TV or the music you listen to or the people you hang out with. And it's, I love that you said that it's, it's all part of it. A hundred percent. Yeah. And even going back to like the election and everything that was happening, I'm just like, okay, I did my part. I voted and I posted today, uh, someone shared something and then I reshared it with my own caption. I said, I wasn't stressed. I wasn't checking the news. I voted and surrendered, believing that whatever happens is meant to, and I can only control myself, right? I said, so I was sending out good vibes as I visualized and felt the goodness in the thought and the idea of a new vibe in the oval. Like yeah. it's just a new vibe, right? Yeah. So I was thinking about waking up to feeling the vibe of a new vibe being in the oval, right? So I woke up today to learn that the circus is leaving town. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Yay. <laughs> I know. That was, I tell you, I cried today. I cried and I don't think I've ever cried at any other election ever, but it was a sense of, oh, we did it. Or it was just a relief of that. Our, I think humanity can come back to the forefront. <laughs> yeah. Or we still have a long way to go, but sure. I think that just having that heart centeredness and that's so important too, of just, holding that vibration, holding that space. So anybody that's going through anything, right? A legal battle or the job loss, changing jobs mm -hmm. or big transitions in life is just holding that space. And, you know, when I was, when I had that first, well, not the first, when I had that Reiki master attunement is what I was trying to say. Mm -hmm. um, and it was external and I quit my job, got a divorce and moved. I was like, oh, the shit's hitting the fan. Oh my gosh, but I'm cool. Like I'm right in the middle of the hurricane. I'm in the eye and I'm seeing all these other things just float around for me. 
and they're going to land where they need to be. And yeah. it's going to be great. And I'm in the eye. I'm good. Ooh, I like that. Everything's yeah. going to land where it's going to land, where it's supposed to. Right. And I, I know that. that spirit's taking care of that part. And all I need to do is take aligned action to what I feel is the next step from them, right? From my intuition, from my spirit guides, from my higher self. And they're going to take care of the rest of yeah. what it is, as long as I'm following my intuition and taking aligned action. Amazing. So yeah, I, I feel that on so many different levels. So good. So good. And yeah, so Oh, wow. I feel like I could talk to you forever. I'm so excited that you're going to come back because I know we're past, we're past the time and I know you needed to go at a certain time, but seriously, thank you so much. This has been so just filling, filling, filling every bit of my being. And I feel like spirit guided this conversation and it was everything that it needed to be for whoever needed to hear it. And I'm excited to put it out there and thank you again and again and again. And I love what you're doing and people can find you on Instagram and download or click that link to take your quiz. And I'll share all the information in the show notes and you will be back. Promise? Yes, definitely. Thank you so much for having me. Oh my gosh. I love her and I love our conversation so much. Like, tell me you didn't vibe so hard with that. Tell me you're not going to go back and listen to it again. Like I listened to it maybe three times already. <laughs> So anyway, I promised you takeaways. I'm going to give you some right now. Are you ready? Are you ready? I don't know. Are you? <laughs> Number one, we tend to focus on the negative, but it's super important to celebrate every single little win. Number two, surrender and have trust that spirit has a plan to go from the victim state to the creator state. Number three, pay attention to what lights you up and feels good and notice what feels heavy or what you resist. Try doing what you loved when you were a kid. Joy plus freedom equals alignment and purpose. Number four, follow your intuition. Take aligned action. Everything will land where it's needed and spirit will take care of the rest. Number five, overthinking is blocking the flow. Clear your mind to allow your intuition to come through. Number six, stop the thinking and start the doing. Clarity comes with action. Number seven, what you put in, on, and around your body determines your vibration. So eat more plants, be more conscious of what you hear, watch, and read. Number eight, it is absolutely possible for you to discover your life purpose and live abundantly doing what brings you joy. Your soul is waiting for you to step into it that's all I have for you you guys I know you have way more takeaways than I grabbed and shared just now so I want to know what you took away from it meet me in the Facebook group the link is in the show notes if you don't mind if you haven't yet join me on Instagram at raw vegan Rita and at trading raw stories and Whitney's account is at Messenger of Spirit. I'll link everything in the show notes too. And if you feel called and this episode really spoke to you or you can think of one person that it might help, text it to them, email it to them, whatever. Share it, share it, share it, share it. Share the healing with your friends and family, darling. Anyway, I love you so much. Thank you for listening. Leave a review if you haven't. Five stars, please. Thanks. Okay, gotta go. Love you. Bye.